Hello, ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens. It's your boy Grundy here. You follow me at the Grundy Show. Yeah, T H E D R U N D Y S H O W. Uh, today we have a very special show for y'all. We talking about relationships and you know everything that goes into it, communication-wise, uh, the trials and tribulations of relationships, and even how to choose the right person in a relationship. And, yeah, you know we got a nice little cast today. We got our regular host. Uh, Wes, you know, you can find me at uh, JerseySwagWes03, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. Boy Vaughn over here. Word, word. It's your boy King Vaughn in the building, as always. Uh, you can find me at Rugby underscore Reggie on Instagram and Twitter and everything like that. And then uh, last but most certainly not least, man, I got my man to the right of me and let him introduce himself. But yeah, we invited, got our first guest on the show, yo. First guest on Celestial Conversations, episode seven. First guest finally here. And, um... Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna provide a, a a strong and powerful perspective to this whole relationship conversation. I let him introduce himself. <clears throat> yeah, well, Matthew Lamite. You follow me on Instagram underscore Mr. Lamite. Um, I don't have a Twitter, but I have an Instagram, so you can follow me. Appreciate. Right. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, have you, bro? Appreciate it. He's a uh, he's a big fan, man. He's been showing support from the beginning, so it's uh, it's all love. Known this dude since I moved out here in Delaware, so he's been a he's been a good friend since I moved out to Delaware. Even prior to that, man, when I was coming out here every two weeks, you know what I mean to see my pops. So uh, it's all love. Always, always, it's always, always love, always love. But I mean, yeah, like I said, in regards to to last week, we dropped probably our our biggest grossing episode to date, yeah, man. That black woman is God. Episode six, the black woman is God. So it's gotten so much feedback, man. So we appreciate it. All the people that showed love, they shared it, like my man Matt shared it on his gram. So we appreciate all that and everything. Um, all the ladies out there that's been hitting us up in the DMs or via text to between Grundy, Wes, and myself, just showing love and just showing how much they appreciated that episode and how it moved them. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, because I got a few young ladies, well, <clears throat> queens that hit me saying that they enjoyed the episode. It brought a tear to their eye because we was talking about things that really inspired them and made them look at life in a different in a different way. It's crazy. And hold themselves to higher standards. So I was like, dang, that's that's what's up. Where are we out here bringing tears to these queens' eyes? <laughs> We're just our voice at that. Right, right. We're just our voice. It's that's crazy. About just trying to, you know, help people out, you know, do what we can to spread the love, spread the positivity and uplift. So hearing things like that, you know, it really feels good because that's really what it's all about. Absolutely. And I, I know Matt listened to it in the past couple of episodes. I mean, what you think about the past two episodes, specifically that one though? Um, I appreciate the episode. It really showed light on the black woman and how she should be valued. Um, especially in society today, we undervalue our black sisters to the point where, you know, these these white women, uh, these Spanish women are getting highly valued when we should be valuing the black woman. Mm -hmm. um, to the point where if we look at ourselves, we have a black mother, black father. We gotta we have to honor that. We have to honor that and we see them in our black sisters. We gotta we gotta pick them up when they're down. We gotta appreciate them, we gotta show them love. So I really appreciate how y'all highlighted that in the last episode. Thank you very much. Word. That's it pretty much hit it right on right on the head, man. It's we're pretty much going to continue that conversation in a sense far as how it's it's important for the black man to uplift the black woman in the community and um we're essentially going to continue that like i said from the relationship aspect with uh here on episode seven um <clears throat> we're going to touch on that but uh, before we get into the topic man i just want to shout out uh everybody that showed up last night to be honest man at the, the hype, hype house, house. Yeah. Where, shout out to reese 
Hopefully she listens to this since we put her on to it. That was the host of the Hype House yesterday. And uh, she had super a super fire event, yo. Super fire event, man. Black energy was represented well. Black queens was represented well. The black kings was represented well, man. A lot of talent in there too. Exactly. Man. A lot of talent in there. Jersey was represented oh, yeah, well. Jersey you already know. Like we always you do, already like, know, baby. The black energy was high. We were all left out of there like, dang, we, we want to do something. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, Yo, where are we going next? It was hype. It was hype when we left, man. It was fire, man. It was definitely a good experience. I'm sure you saw the, all the videos on the um, Instagram stories and all that. But um, yeah, shout out again to Reese. The Hype House, um, all the kings and queens that followed uh, Wes Grundy and I last night, uh, followed the, uh, the podcast last night and everything like that. And um, just everybody's been showing love. You know what I mean? I just want to shout out to everybody that pulled up and showed love. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Y'all y'all the goats for real. Big Happy. facts. Keeping keep it a dollar black. Mm-hmm. Keeping the black energy high. That's what it's all about. Big mm-hmm. facts. Big facts. So it was definitely, definitely, definitely a fire event. Can't wait for episode two. Too. Nah, episode two, part two. Yeah, we picked up some good, some good stuff. But- Picked up a book. I know Wes and Grundy got some some essentials. Yeah, I got some all natural toothpaste and deodorant. Same pair, toothpaste, deodorant. Keep that Word. that that third eye clear, fluoride. Exactly. I didn't pick up any any um any toiletries or anything, but I picked up a book called um, The Twelve Laws of Success. Twelve Laws of Success. Yeah, so I'm I'm real excited to dive into that because I heard between Wes telling us Great that book was fired. Great book. I saw uh, ASAP 12 he posted yeah, about it. That's a good book for real. And then the homies that sold it was in there, so showed it said it was fire as well. But um, yeah, so like I said, that's that's pretty much just a recap of what we've been the past week or so to the past 24 hours and everything like that. And um, so yeah, like we said about relationships, man. Episode seven is gonna be relationships, and um, this is gonna be an ongoing series. This first part, part one being today, is gonna be from the male perspective. Like, um, again. Any queens out there that's listening and want to be on the show, yeah, your voice is definitely wanted and, and wanted to be heard for this. So, part two hopefully can be with the with some with some dope with some dope women and everything like that. But like I said, for right now, part one is gonna be from the male perspective and talking about how relationships are viewed from the male perspective and everything like that, and also from a married man perspective. As my man Matt here is is newly. Be married the past couple months or whatever. So congratulations, King. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No doubt. No doubt. So like I said, we got three single men and a married man. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting conversation, for sure, for sure. But um, so yeah, in regards to relationships, I mean, what's your what's your view on relationships? Is that something that uh, what do you have, man? Like, what's your view? What's your like broad broad spectrum view on relationships at this point in your life? Well, I mean. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I am, you know, not in this point in my time seeking a relationship. You know, I'm looking more working on myself. So I feel like, you know, if I'm not, you know, fully understanding who I am, how can I bring myself into a situation and try to understand someone else when I don't fully understand myself? So, you know, I'm still learning myself, growing as an individual. So I wouldn't want to burden anybody else with any of that. Facts. Knowledge itself is key. Really, really is. Sure is. My view on relationships right now, I ain't even gonna talk about myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it on the, the broad aspect of relationships. I feel like relationships nowadays is kind of like something that really doesn't happen, and I feel like that because of social media, um, the way a lot of other people view relationships, they don't want to fully commit. They don't know what they want a lot of the times, or they don't know how to communicate. So yeah, it makes it 10 times harder 
the person don't know what they want, they don't know how to communicate, and they're worried about 10,000 other things, uh-huh. it's hard for that person to be in a relationship. But to me, for me to talk about myself in a relationship, I'm not in one right now. Uh, you know, I got a few prospects, of course. You know, good looking young king. You feel me? But, uh, <laughs> it's only right to an extent. Another thing is like people, a lot of people's mindsets. Yeah, that's, yeah. that makes it hard for to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the only thing I can really talk about relationships right now. Right, right. I feel like um, I feel like we all. Um, I feel like Grun- uh, Grundy and I is uh, somebody calling you Matt. But I feel like um, I feel like Grundy and I gonna have similar sentiments. Like I said, just going back to the tourist thing. Right. So. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna have really, really similar sentiments in, in regards to this, but yeah. So for the, me personally, like I said, I'm, I'm good. It's uh, I'm just trying to focus on self this year in 2019. Mm-hmm. So it's like ideally, the main goal is always to to seek a relationship and to find love. That's something I'm really, really big on. Just um, I'll try. I'll, I'll take a little bit of a deeper dive into that later in the episode, maybe um, as to why it's something I'm really big on, but. Um, Love and finding a relationship and just finding somebody just to genuinely settle down with is the ultimate goal, mm-hmm. um, yeah. for sure. You know what I mean? It's like being single and out here and having multiple partners, or whatever. It gets old after a while, and it's sure like, it and like I mean, yeah. Some people might be saying, "Oh, so you really be out here like that?" I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm going through that stage where I've like really been out here and like, <laughs> you know what I mean, really been out here like just everyone goes through being it. single. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just playing the field, but you yeah. got a jiggle up. That's that's you got yeah, exactly. That clear. You exactly. out here, but you ain't out here. Right, right, doing right, right. dirty, right. slinging it to any and everybody. You're right, just trying to find the one. Exactly. So it's and it's like, and I feel like I I don't know, man. I just it's not that the past relationships haven't possibly been the one if anything could have just been bad timing you know what i mean um but it really comes down to just lack of communication um and yeah that but then also at the same time just me having to take a step back and just look into the mirror something that matt and i and my pops was just touching on upstairs is how like yeah i've had like i said since i really since i moved out to delaware i've had like two pretty serious relationships both ended up ending um for various situations and everything like that. And, but the most recent one is like, okay, I walked away from the situation for certain things, but at the same time, I had to take a, take a step back and really look in the mirror and be like, damn, okay, what what can, what can what does Vaughn need to fix? I, I could point the finger all day. It's just like, kind of like what we were talking about last week. I, we could point the finger at, at the white man all day, but it's like, what we gonna, what needs to be done in the black community? Exactly. What needed to be done? I could point the finger at old girl all day and say it was you, 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 but what does Vaughn need to fix? Exactly. You know what I mean? So. I also just goes back to me just trying to fall back from every from certain things this year and just knowing where to put my energy. You know what I mean? Because focusing on self and loving self is is it's huge in relationships. You can't expect someone to love you or expect to fall in love if you don't first love yourself. Exactly. Like we talked about last night in the car, how a lot of times people will run to their parents and be like, "Oh, my heart is broken," and they feel like they can force somebody to make them love them when you can't force anybody to love you. Exactly. Like exactly. It's like we said in the car last night. Like. Parents will tell you, it's like, you you can't make that boy love you. You can't make that girl love you. And that's 100% true. It's 100% true. So, I mean, that's that's um, that's um a single man piece <laughs> for right now. So, what's 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 the married man got to say, man? How, was, how did you get to where you've gotten? You know what I mean? 
to essentially want to pop the question and what was like the journey that you and your and your um, lovely wife took to even get to this point. I mean, because I mean, we're all in the same age pretty much, and it's like, but he's the only one that's really put a ring on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So I mean, I'm just just for us in here, and then, like I said, for the audience and listeners out there, like, what did it take for to get? You know what I mean? Like, what did it take and everything like that. I think I just wanted to, um, you know, make that serious commitment because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you were somebody else with my, my, my wife now, I was with her for about seven years since senior year of high school, on and off. So at that point in my time, at the point, at that point in my life, 2016, I was like, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want another dude to experience what I have. Mm. I don't want another man to have what I have. So why am I? Why do? Why do? Why, what? Am, what am I hesitating for? And it's just something that you talk to. You talk to people that's older than you. Talk to people that's like I talk to my mother. I talk to my close family and friends about what I was gonna do. I even talked to my one of my my best man Coley about it. And my older brother we went ring shopping and they kept asking me like, "Yo, bro, you serious?" You see, I was like, "Absolutely." So it took a lot of you know um, time to really come to that conclusion. It wasn't something that just happened overnight because we were together since 2012. So it didn't just happen three months. Oh, where boom! I wanted no, no, no. It took a long time. It took a lot of soul searching to myself, and it took a lot of being with this one person. Because at the end of the day, you know, you want to put time with someone. You don't want to do it rush and then okay, we're married now. I don't know what do I want to do. I don't really like this person. You want to get to know that person, the ins and outs, the bad and the good, the negative and the positive. So I took that as 2016 September. I proposed to her the day after her birthday. She didn't even know it. It was a beautiful celebration. It was a good time. Um, and then two years after that, they got married. Got married October 12, 2018. Cool. So um, it's been it's been a long ride. And she's been with me. She's been with me since high school. She's been with me with with um, with after my dad passed the year before. So it's, it was a lot that was going on in my life. And she's been there since day one. And I, I truly love her for that. And I couldn't see myself with anybody else due to the fact that you know i can see the potential in this woman i can see the growth i can see the ambition i know what she wants to do she's driving just like she can see in me what i want to do if someone can see inside of you what you can be in five years that tells a lot about that person that means they right. truly invest and truly believe in you but if you're with somebody and they and they looking at you and they y'all doing the same thing and it's not progressing or they're not saying like oh what do you want to do in five years or i can see you doing this i can see that they're not putting any jewels in your mind they want to be with that person. If they're not trying to uplift you or try to push you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be with that person. Gems, boys. Yeah, that, that, that was real, man. That's real. That's real. Especially that investment part, because I mean, if we we see that. I feel like black women have that naturally. Like they'll 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 wait. They'll wait for us. Yeah. They will. It's just yeah, a matter yeah. of we're gonna acknowledge it and really even respect it, or you know, what I mean, appreciate that that they'll really be willing to wait for us to get our act together. And so it's like, um, not even just black women, but it's, I think that's like a woman trait, period. Mm -hmm. They're they're willing to wait. Yeah. If they genuinely love you, and if they if they know what you bring to the table and know what you have helped them with, or see, like I said, the, the love is just that deep, they'll wait for you to, oh, he'll, they'll, they'll, they swear up and down niggas will change. Yeah, right. <laughs> will. Swear up and down will. somebody will change. Yeah. You know what I mean, and just we'll turn around or whatever the case may be, and not even change, but or oh, I can make him love me, whatever the case may be. Or this, they're 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 extremely patient beings. Right, right. Meet him, 
or meet her at where she's at and everything like that. So it's like we gotta we gotta stop making women wait, yo. And I mean, it's either it just, it just goes back to the communication piece. It's either just if we're gonna be together, then we're gonna then we're gonna be together. And we're gonna be with that woman. We as men, I feel as though we need to stop playing the game. Is oh, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I truly am in love with you. I don't know if I really like you. Stop dragging women along and wasting their time and wasting their energy and essentially scarring them, right. really, for, for, for life. Because it's right. like that can be so detrimental to a woman's growth and to a woman's future if there's that one guy that drug her along for three years and she thought that he was the one. And he's sitting here saying, oh, I don't know. Right. I don't know. For, player exactly. Wasting her, her time, breaking her heart. And then whole time, yeah, she's really holding him down, doing everything she needs to do. But we out here walling, essentially, and not being, exactly, not being faithful. We need to stop. Because like I said, we going to, this is, like I said, this episode is going to be a lot as far as what we feel as though as men need to change in relationships. And I think that is one, one, one really, really big thing. Because we know. We know, I think we know early whether or not that girl is like either the one that we could possibly potentially marry or that we truly want to actually be within a, like a long-term relationship and right. see where it goes. I was going to say as men, we're definitely more definitive in our decisions and we're definitely um, more logical. So when we come to a decision nine times out of ten, we know it's not that's not changing. Mm -hmm. There's not really nothing that anybody can do to make us change on that. So like mm -hmm. you said, Vaughn, like we'll come to a decision and nine times out of ten, we know and for some reason we just don't act on it. Right, right. And to piggyback another thing off, you said time. Time is a currency that we can never get back. That's the mm -hmm. most invaluable piece of currency in life. Mm -hmm. So don't waste somebody's time because if they invest in you, that's a true investment. That's mm -hmm. time you can't get back. So let's not waste people's time. Man or woman, woman or man. Let's just keep it a being. Let them know what you want, right? For real. Exactly. Like I said, that's, that, I feel like that's going to be a continuous topic and continuous piece that we touch on and just alluding to the fact that commun how big communication really, really is mm -hmm. on all aspects in of anything like interactions with, yeah. whether it be like an intimate interaction in a relationship, whether it just be with friends, like the, f the four of us in this room, mm -hmm. are just communicating well enough to be able just to do whatever we want. But it's just, if you're not, we can't, because it's, we can't assume, but it's not fair to assume, like if you, you make an ass out of you and me if you assume. Mm -hmm. So I can't assume that this, that this woman wants X, Y, and Z. I need to ask her, I need to talk to her, I need to console with her, you know what I mean? Have a have a conversation about it. I can't just assume this or assume she's mad or assume she's not mad. I need to or ask or just, we just need to talk. Like I said, the same thing we why. talked about. No right. such thing as a dumb question. Always, I always say people like, there's no such thing as a dumb question because the dumbest person is the one who doesn't ask, really. Exactly, True. exactly. Whether it be just in regular communication and conversation or whether it be and sex, and else we talked about the other day. It's like we'll we'll get to that part where we'll say, ah, right, we'll, we be chilling or whatever, and kissing. It's like I'll, some like we have to stop sometimes. Like you sure you want to keep going? Because it's like it's so easy. Like it's such a thin line between exactly. oh he forced me to do this and oh he wanted he like I actually generally consented to doing this. So just asking, even over asking in like an intimate situation, like, are you sure you want to keep doing this? Are you sure you want to do this? Right. And I mean, just even ask like just asking questions in all aspects, bro. Yeah, ask yeah, the question. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Until you, until you get to the point where you can ask the big question, which is, will you marry me? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So That's very true. That was just fire. just ask. <laughs> Inspired segue. Ask questions, man, until you get to the point where you feel as though you're ready to ask the most important one. You know what I mean? And it's just like I said. I mean, every all we got one married man in this room. 
the other three in here. Ultimately, like I said, we want to get to where Matt is at as far as finding the one, settling down with the one, and building a family with the one. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. What, what are some troubles you have run into in trying to build a relationship with somebody? Me personally? Um, so, I think something that um, I deal with is just how I come off and like my delivery with things. Mm -hmm. Again, something that Matt and I were just talking about upstairs. Um, I can be very, very stern and blunt. And sometimes it might come off as me trying to change somebody or trying to feel as though or show as though I'm, I don't appreciate them for who they are. Mm -hmm. When in reality, it's just me essentially seeing room for growth and just giving advice. But sometimes how I give that advice could be me just coming off in a negative aspect when it's never that. It's just me seeing like the true potential in, in somebody or in a woman. It's being like, yo, you could be this, that, and third if you just A, B, and C. And it's like, sometimes it could come off as, oh, Javon's trying to change me or he doesn't like me for who I am. But it's that's, that's never, never the case. That's the farthest thing from the truth. And it's never that. Whether it be with women or even with my homies, it's just like, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I'm super, super blunt. You're not over here shaking. They don't care about nobody feelings, bro. Javon, the type of guy, man. I love him to death. He's my bro 100%. He does not care. He is the very bluntest, honest person. You meet him on the street, he'll tell you, like, yo, you need to do this, X, Y, and Z. It needs to get done. Like, he is that type of person. He's a person that'll organize everything. He's the person that'll get everything done. And I think some women in general is probably like, well, I, I don't know if I handle it. Because some women in their mind, they're the ones that want to tell, man, I want you to do this. They don't, they don't expect the man to say, oh, you need to work on this. Right. They expect that, oh, well, I'm going to do what I need to do. That I, He's not going to say nothing to me. No, this dude will tell you, like, you need to do X, Y, and Z. I'm helping, trying to improve you. I don't think a lot of women can handle that. That's just my perspective on that. Mm -hmm. Or it is like not used to it, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's definitely not. It's definitely that. Cause, I mean, I've told you how it's like I've, I've met a woman like fairly early and we may be having a conversation and I might challenge them and then they'll just like stop texting me or whatever or like just stop replying and it's like to me it's like okay I'm like I'm I'm like humble enough to think oh maybe she found somebody else that's entertaining her or maybe she just actually has a dude but there's also that aspect where it's like maybe she just wasn't used to somebody being this genuine or like this interested that she like didn't know how to react so just she just decided to just leave me alone instead because she just didn't know how to react but like I said, taking it back to where I feel like as though my struggles are, it's that I think it just comes down to communication. Mm -hmm. And to allude to what I essentially was touching with on earlier, um, I don't, I think for a really long time, I didn't really know how to deal with women. I really didn't. And reason being is because um, growing up, my mom and I, we weren't super close mm -hmm. like i grew up with my mom and my stepdad in jersey and everything like that but um my stepdad and i like clashed all the time some baby boy type stuff yeah <laughs> growing up and so that affected i feel as though how the relationship between my mom and i was i see and as that progressed or whatever that, that affected me how i dealt with women mm -hmm. you know what i mean as far as trust feeling as though I can't open up because I don't trust them and everything like that. Just because I, like when I was growing up, I felt as though at times I'm, I'm, I maybe couldn't trust my mom because I felt like, oh, she was always taking my stepdad's side and everything like that. You so could her certain things. Exactly. Um, I mean, granted, as I got older, 
and I became more like knowledgeable, I guess, and everything like that. Um, like I said, this is like, like I said, when I like, this is like when I was like growing up. I mean, granted, I still feel as though I deal with these things, but it's not nearly as bad as it was when I was in high school or like my early years in college. Um, but because, like I said, since then, my stepdad and I have a really good relationship, and me and my mom as well. Um, but like I said, I just still think communication is like the biggest thing ultimately is that I that I deal with. It's just um, sometimes I'm so it's like I'm the it's, this is the, I'm, I could be I'm gonna be real I could be a hypocrite like shit. So it's like I want the girl to talk and to open up and to um, talk to me about something that they're dealing with something. It, not at all. Not at all. Yo. It's like they'll say they'll ask me something and be like, "Well, Javon was wrong," or "What's at A, B, and C? What's this and the third? I just, I just be like, "Nah, I don't want to talk about it." Just be like, what's, "What's going on with you? Like, how?" You know what I mean? So it's like, because I'm just, it's like I'll talk. If I mean obviously, I mean if I if I wasn't talking, I wouldn't be able to have a damn podcast, right? <laughs> right. So it's like I'll talk when I want to, but it's like if I don't want to talk, like you're not gonna make me like I'm a, I'm a Taurus, I'm wild, stubborn. So it's like you're not gonna make me do something I don't want to do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so that's like I said, just communication and wanting. To, it's really just like the communication is the big like the big the arch. Big yeah, the yeah. big umbrella, and then everything else. It's like different aspects of that. Like I can't communicate. Like I want. Is communicate with you. Like, I'll sit here and listen to a girl vent for an hour and give advice and talk to them and tell them I think you should do this. I think you should implement this in your life to help you moving forward. But if they flip back and ask the same question to me, I'm like, oh, yo, whoa, whoa, relax. We're <laughs> 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 not going there. With that situation, I think um, we don't often open up because we feel vulnerable at that point. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, the information you tell them. If you don't, if you don't fully trust that person, exactly. you scared they're gonna run off and be like, "Oh, Javon told me this, yes. Rob told me this," and you're like, "Dang, I really opened up to you." That's some exactly real personal stuff. You gonna run off and tell your friends? It goes back to the trust thing. It's like, do I trust her enough to really open up and talk about this? Like, like even opening up about essentially what I felt as though between like the relationship between me, my stepdad, and my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't open up about that to my last relationship right away. Like that was it was like maybe towards the end of the relationship when I finally like opened up about that and like gave her insight as to why I am the way I am and why I act the way I do and how it's hard for me sometimes to open up and confide and to express myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To a woman, it's like she didn't know that off rip, but here I am trying to get her to open up to me, explain, have her explain her deepest and darkest secrets and explain to her why she acts the way she acts but i won't do the same in return mm-hmm. so that's not i mean it's, it's not fair it really isn't it's not fair for me to expect a woman to fully open up but me not do the same so like i said that's that's for sure the biggest thing whether it's just communication like i said how i come off and expressing myself and showing interest and showing that hey i think you could do this to improve or i think this would help you or i think this you know what I mean? Could it help you grow as a person? That part of communication. And then when somebody tries to communicate and get inside of me, I don't necessarily open up all the time. Well, my thing is, I think, like, I agree with y'all about, like, you know, it's hard to open up because you feel like you can't trust them. Mm-hmm. I, my thing is, I hate when someone tries to bring it up and hold it against me. Like, I don't even care if you run into anybody else because, like, that, how anybody feels that really doesn't bother me but I hate when you try and use it against me later on like that mm-hmm. really rubs me the wrong way exactly like, I trusted you with that information that you would understand that 
that's not obviously something I'm not comfortable with and it mm -hmm. bothers me. So if you were to bring it back up and try and, you know, use it or against me, that's like, dang. Like rub it in your face. Yeah, I'm like, dang, that really made me like look at you different. So from mm -hmm. there, it made me move differently at that point. Word. That's my big thing. What about you, man? Did you deal with any things like this as far as communication, like early on between you and your wife? Like, were you, yeah, like, who, who like, what, how are you, like, in relationship when it comes to communicating? I'm gonna be honest. Um, you know, we didn't really communicate as well as before. Even now, you know, I might, I'm a confrontational person. Like, I love confrontation. <laughs> That's just me. Like, especially, and I know how to annoy people to the point where they don't want to be bothered. That's one thing I got to work on it as me, as myself. But when it comes to, like, communication, like, I am a big per big person on communication. Like, that's one thing I need in a relationship. I need to, I need to consistent talk. And even when my wife, she's the type of person, she's 100%, like, she'll, if, if she's upset about something, she won't tell me about it. So I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? I'm, I'm at a standstill. I'm like, what do you want me to do? And she just gives me the face or uh, looks at me crazy and we won't speak for days. And then that fifth day or whatever, she'll talk to me like, hey, babe, you know, I, I'm sorry for doing this or da da da. I'm like, yo, it's been like five days. Right. Like, what Why are we doing? Exactly. And it's just something that we have to work on and she has to work on and I have to work on. Even with my confrontational stuff. She doesn't like speaking about things as soon as they happen. She wants to wait and let them settle. And I'm just like, nah, like, let's speak about it now so that way we can get it out of the way. We don't have to hold against the grudges against each other. That's the one thing I, I like to, I don't want someone to be upset with me the following day. I wanted to get it done with, because I'm quickly to apologize for something I've did. And I don't want you to be upset at me and I've already apologized. Like, and that's one thing I think, you know, women and men do it, but women do it, um, very very often is when you apologize for something with your whole heart you put your heart and soul into that apology and the next day they're still upset and it's like yo i just apologize what more can i do i'll go down the street by the roses right now it's just it's just it's just something that just takes time even when they're sorry even when they're um they accept your apology it's just you can tell they don't accept it fully and you know I'm, I'm a big proponent on communication bro like that's number one for me i can't be in a relationship if there's no communication right like what the hell? What are we, what are we doing here? If we're not if we're not communicating, if I don't just at each other, exactly, <laughs> if I don't know what you're thinking, you don't know what I'm thinking. If I don't know your goals, you don't know my goals. Then what the hell are we doing? Mm -hmm. Like the key is to be transparent with each other, communicate all the time. That's how you make a relationship grow. That's how you make it um, stay stable and everything like that. But yeah, I'm a big proponent of communication, bro. Like I, I need it. Mm -hmm. like, if I don't have it, I'm I don't know what I do with myself. But I, lost, it, exactly, I need communication, bro. Yeah, like that's number. It's like taking a road trip with no man. Exactly. I just it's, it's something I need. And I think it's just it just takes time to open. Like, you'll find the one person that you can generally communicate with. Not every person you meet you're gonna be able to communicate with. Like there's not every person I meet that I, I tell them my all, everything that's going on with me. No, absolutely right. not. But just certain people, if I if I vibe with you and we and we communicate and we gel, then yeah, I'm gonna communicate with you in regards to different things that's going on in my life. But if I can't vibe with you, or if I if I feel distrust in you, that's because I don't know you well enough, or I don't just don't think what you're capable of doing with the information that I'm letting go. Mm. That's that's where it comes down to on that one. Mm. Yeah, thanks for that answer, brother. Appreciate it. 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 Appreciate I would say the communication aspect. Um, yeah, because like you said, like we all said, you can't build anything without communication. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I would get the same treatment 
you have a young lady and she's mad at you or something and won't let you know it's the fifth, sixth, seventh day, you're like, dang, I just poured my whole heart out to you. Wrote you a, a novel and a pair in the text messages. I called your phone, FaceTime you, talked about the situation and still, we still got this beef, what's really going on? And then, um, I don't know, I ain't been in a relationship in a minute, so it's kind of hard to even talk about. Mm -hmm. Communication is a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, I just say loyalty. Because mm -hmm. anybody can claim they love you, but mm -hmm. loyalty is action. Mm -hmm. So you got to be loyal. Um, so you're saying you have troubles being loyal? Or no, that's like certain things I run into okay, with okay. other relationships, like the other person okay. being loyal or gotcha. not communicating. Gotcha. Those are the two main things I can really think of at the time. It's more so the big thing is communication. Mm -hmm. If you're not letting me know how you feel, what you're thinking, what you want to do, mm -hmm. then I'm lost. I'm just sitting in the dark. Right. And just to piggyback with off, off what you said just now, I think, well, not I think, I know that this generation, communication is so is so narrow. Like, like because you just said, like, we'll sit here and send paragraphs right. and do this and there or even make a phone call. Instead of, instead pulling up, having a face-to-face -face conversation. Because yeah, yeah. that conversation through text really don't yeah, mean shit. Yeah, people read your, your, your text nothing. tone totally different. You can say, hey, I'm sorry for X, Y, and Z. They probably read it. It's like, yo, I'm sorry. They probably read in a whole other tone right. that you sent to them. Exactly. So that face-to-face so -face like, is very important. That face-to-face -face conversation makes a whole lot of difference. You know what I mean? Pulling up. And I think that goes back. It Because that'll just make things a whole lot different. Like, if you... if you, I don't want to say going out your way, because it's like not going out your way if you genuinely mean it. But if you doing what it takes to pull up to your shorty's crib or pull up to his crib to really, you know what I mean, confess how much you truly care and show that you were truly, genuinely apologized. That's way, way more than just sending a, a long-ass text message. It's going to take me five minutes to read. I mean, right. yeah, that's like, I, I mean, I could probably confess my feelings and emotions through that text, but at the same time, it's going to be different. I mean, like I said, pulling up to your house. I mean, you don't gotta like, you know what I mean, pull up with the boom box in the, right. in, the in the lawn and take it like, that'd be dope though. That. That'd be dope. <laughs> right. Right. Boom box, yeah. like, you don't gotta take it to that, to, to that extent, you know what I mean? But just, I just think, like I said, communication is something that we need to work on with. And again, the form of communication that we choose to use mm -hmm. when we, you know what I mean? Cause like I said, we just get so caught up in these cell phones mm -hmm. and, and texting and everything like that. And it's like, that don't really, you really can't express yeah, your true feelings through through text. Mm -hmm. Can I keep it a bean? I think something that's really messing relationship stuff is social media. Oh yeah, hundred percent. To the to the littlest Fact. thing, like people will be like, "Oh, you like that person's picture? Mm -hmm. Why are you DMing that person? Why do you follow that person?" Mm -hmm. All the way down to the smallest things. Like social media can really mess relationships up too much weight. Yo, that's a hundred percent factual what you're saying right now. Cause I ain't even gonna lie. Before me and my wife was gonna get married. Like, I'm not even gonna lie, I was liking women's pictures like a, a mad animal. Right. Do I know that? I would talk to him in a group chat about it, like a, like a ridiculous, crazy person. And then I would think in my head, like, hey, I ain't doing nothing. And then my wife would pull me to the side, like, yo, like, what are you doing? Do you not find me attractive? Like, literally, when a woman asks you, do you not find me attractive? That literally breaks your heart because you're like, I'm with you. I love you. I care for you. We make love. I find you attractive 100%. I get aroused by your presence. I find you attractive. It's just... When it, what you just said in regards to social media it destroys relationships. That's one hundred percent factual. Because if, if I would have continued my ways, my wife was was on that path. Where she's like, "Yo, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with you if you're gonna keep liking all these other women." Not saying like I wanted those women. It's just as a man, it's like I'm just gonna hit that like. And it's not. 
I don't even know how to explain it. That's but just that we're visual creatures. Exactly, so. exactly. It's and not it's, saying you want to smash that. You want it. It's yeah. like, okay, it's a light. I, you, you seen that something simple. It's a light. I'm just going to like the picture. Right. She may have seen it as something totally different. You, you probably right. loved her body. Or yeah, and, and, that's, and that's what I, even now, like, I'm like, let me just like a couple pictures. And I hope my wife don't see it. But, <laughs> and, and, and it kind of kills me because I know she sees it because she follows me. I follow her and I know she sees it hop on the time. Like, she don't say nothing, but I know it's already festering. So mm-hmm. as soon as I do something mad, do something bad, she's like, yeah, nah, nah, nah. that's why you was like, you know, that other girl's picture. <laughs> I'm like, come on, what are you talking about? This is like uh, three months ago. But I, 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 completely, I completely 100% agree with you. Social media, to me, is, 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 the, is, devil. is the devil. Because it's like, you have a social, even me, I have a social media. I follow it, and, I, and then I create one, and I add all these other women on there, and I'm following them, and then they're posting these beautiful pictures, and it's just like, okay, I like that. Let me press that, let me press that, and then it's just, it's not doing nothing for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you're right, 100%. Social media it destroys the relationship. It's dangerous. Yeah, I feel like it's really, really it dangerous. Uh, false expectations as well. Like, you know, because they'll see a picture, and then the, with that picture, they'll create a whole idea of what a relationship is or what they want it to be in their head. Right. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like that picture really doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You didn't see any work that was put in to get to that point. And just because that picture they was happy doesn't mean that when the picture's done, they are still happy. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's a lot of gray areas that go into that, and mm-hmm. they just see that and run with it. Right. And exactly. even to take a step back before you get in a relationship, a lot of times people look at other people's social network and have this idea of them. Yeah. Like, for example, yeah. people see mine and think I'm a model. I'm like, okay, I, I, mean, I guess I like taking nice pictures, but I just do with all this money and going to all these places. Like, I just like to live life, and when I do, I do it sparingly, but I ain't out here balling, tricking on everybody. Right. And they get this whole idea that you're somebody different. Exactly. It's like, funny. to the, like, I mean, like, Matt is obviously married, right? So it's like, say, say Matt didn't post any pictures, but just only the pictures from his wedding day. People would be like, oh, look at that. Matt is so happy to send it there. Granted, you are happy, right. but they're not going to take into consideration what you and your wife took to get to that point. Yeah. They're just going to, oh, they've just been happy for the past right. six, seven years, and then boom, he popped the question, they got married. They're not going to know about the trials and tribulations, the the breakups and getting back together, if that's the case. I'm not saying that's how, that's what happened, but I'm, I'm just talking yeah. at this point. Like the, the breakups and getting back together, the the fights, the arguments, and they're, they're not, all that stuff goes out the window. They just, oh, they got married? Wow, that's so great. Which it is, you know what I mean? It's like they, they only see the good. Not exactly. The they only see what's on Instagram and not anything behind the scenes. Just a little side note. Like whenever y'all get married, I hope y'all get blessed with a beautiful wife and y'all get married and all that. But I'm telling y'all right now, don't do a wedding. I'm going to let y'all know right now, <laughs> right, that joint is crazy expensive, it's so stressful, my wife, literally with her hair was like falling out, she was stressed every day, yeah, it's it t- to the point where it was just, it was just too much, and it was just the money, like I had to do, I literally did, made $20,000 in overtime for this wedding, Jeez. and all the, the majority of that money went to the wedding, so it, to me it's just, if y'all going to do it, have your family there, do, I, I, I tell everybody, go, go, go to the courthouse, get married that way. And then do a little reception at a, at a hall or something like that. Have someone cater. Or do a destination wedding where you can just knock out your honeymoon at the same time. Please, please, please do not do a wedding. I am advocating this to the T. It's expensive. It's ridiculously priced. People that people come, you don't even they don't even bring gifts or right. you don't even get money out of those people coming. It's it, a party for them for the most part. Exactly. And I'm telling y'all, man, y'all get married. To keep it K-I-K-I-K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. Don't do nothing extravagant. Keep it nice. 
Just, just please, please, God, just <laughs> no way. I, I, I lie to y'all not, please. Just no wedding, please. Y'all smart black young men, please. No oh, wedding. It's a piggyback on what you said. <laughs> I'm a, I, I really want to just jump the room when I get married. Like, yo, you gonna jump this room to the courthouse and please, please, please. And keep it pushing because marriage is like for real, for real. A lot of chicks, a lot of young ladies listening right now. I know y'all want them extravagant weddings, the unicorns. The, the Disneyland type wedding, your dress got all the bedazzled diamonds. Want to get married at a waterfall, with the music playing, right. like the dubs nah, flying in the background. Like, we, mm-hmm. that's, and I think a lot of times people look at marriage just for the wedding day and don't, and nothing afterwards. And it, it goes by so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it, it goes by. My bad, bro. It just goes by so quickly. Like I even remember Javon was there, beautiful. Javon probably had a heck of a time. He know he knows it, but me, I was <laughs> sauced. I was a little tipsy. I was nervous as hell because all these people watching you walk down the aisle. Then you, then you finally get to relax at the reception, but you're doing things at the reception, yeah. and it's like you don't even get all the time to just relax. I, I, I tell you, man, just the weddings. I, I know the ladies listening. You know, they're probably like this dude. Whoever you got him on, don't even bring him back because he's talking about weddings ridiculously. They're not that like that. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, weddings to me, I, I wanted to do it for my wife, and I wanted to do it to have my family there. But that was naive of me thinking, and I could have used we could have used all that money for something else because we nearly didn't get as much in return. So people do weddings, you know, for one thing to bring the bring the union of the families together and just to enjoy the occasion with that person. But it just doesn't have the best return as you would think. You would think you spent thirty thousand on a wedding, you at least get fifteen back. Hopefully so. Absolutely not. For me, <laughs> in my me in my thing, I don't. Other people they got more or whatever. That's them. But me, we probably got like a quarter of what we spent back in yeah. gifts and money and all that. Which is, I'm not ungrateful. I love who, who gave us gifts. I love who gave us money. You know, I'm not a grateful person. But if I was to go back in time, I would literally just, we would just went to the courthouse, got the marriage license, got married by the JP, Justice of the Peace. Went to uh, Vegas or Aruba, wherever, did our honeymoon. And then did a reception when we got back somewhere low-key and had a caterer. But... I I wish I could just go back in time right now and just change that <laughs> and take that thirty grand and just to a house. Right. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. I heard that a house. Not yeah. Jewelry. Nah, not a house. 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 Lane. Facts. Facts. I got a question though. Just after talking about all this, it just came to mind. So, do men have like the like once they get to a certain age, or even as kids, do they have like the like the like the family plan, I guess I'll I'll, I'll, I'll staple it as. You know how girls say oh, they want to be graduated by X amount of age, find a man at this amount of age, date for this amount of years, be engaged this, at this age, be married by this age, have the first kid at this age. Do guys do that? Do men do men have that that breakdown? I think we do. I just think it, it comes later in life. It is not as like. Detail. Yeah, there you go. That's a good word, but nice detail. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. Because girls are really, women who really a lot of times as a young, they got their plans. They ten years old. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be married. I'm gonna be living here. Blah blah blah. At ten, we playing sports. Right. But for me, like I did, you know, I do think about family plans and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, I kind of don't nowadays because like I'm kind of rushing myself. Mm-hmm. And I just want everything to just happen as is. Yeah. Right. Go with the wind type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just letting the universe drag, like take us. Oh, yeah. yeah, just whatever, whatever happens, happens. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's like, yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'm still like, 
approaching women, like if I'm interested in them, like saying what's up, trying to slide it in the DMs, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel as though um, sometimes we need to just, like I said, just let, like, like you said in the last episode, um, let, let God and let, let go and let God or whatever, you know what I mean? Or just let the universe guide us and just let the woman come to us or let the men come to the, to, to the ladies out there. Let the men come to y'all because it's like, at the end of the day, um, if, if one situation doesn't work out, there's always another man out there. There's always another woman out there. So it's like, there, there's always going to be somebody else. So necessarily always having a set plan and everything like that, it's it can be detrimental because you're setting your expectations so high. And then if that doesn't work out, it's like, damn, now what? Well, I mean, somebody else is going to come along. Like I said, if somebody if something doesn't work out with... with, with um, with guy A, guy B is gonna be right around the corner in just a matter of time, right? Girl A doesn't work out and that fell through. Girl B is gonna be right around the corner when you're ready, at least. When the universe feels as though you're ready, or when you, you know what I mean? We can't force things necessarily like that. So it's like, I see people saying, um, I saw a homegirl say, um, <laughs> I have plans of being of being married and working on my first kid at 25. I don't look like that's gonna happen. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It's like, damn, that's cool that you actually had that goal. That's where you saw yourself. But at the same time, if the universe didn't have that plan, don't be mad, don't yeah, be you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, I just, I, I just can't imagine. I know that's something that like girls do, and like, especially like what's at a young age or like ten, they're like, yeah. I want to be graduated from high school, college at twenty one, <laughs> yeah. done ma- my master's by twenty three, and then twenty five, I want to be, you know what I mean, doing X, Y, and Z, and then twenty eight, I want to get married, and thirty, I want to have my first yeah. kid. Which is like cool. All right, like, that's cool. That's great. Yeah, it's time, like, like you just forcing yourself to live that life. Is it realistic? Instead of a lot of pressure. Yeah, right. you putting pressure on yourself. It's not even necessary. Instead of that things being experiencing life and learning. Exactly. Can I, can I ask y'all a question? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm a married man. I don't know anything about these social media things, Tinder and. And plenty of fish and so swipe. I learned this from my single friend. So let me ask you a question with the emergence. Because back when I was in a relationship, we didn't have, even when I first started dating, we didn't have those tender. Because I've been in a relationship for like seven years. But how do y'all feel about the emergence of soul swipe, POF, tender, uh, whatever else is out there, harmony match? How, how do y'all feel about that? Does that, does that um, dilute? Um, on y'all meeting women, or does it make it a lot easier to meet genuine women, or is it just just hooking up and 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 having sex with just random women? What, how y'all feel about that? That's a great question. Me personally, I, I don't. I never use Tinder, SoulSwipe, Funnyfish, like ever, forever, ever. Homeboy, homeboys always talk about it. Never used it. Um, I always just went to like Instagram, Facebook, those type things that come at shorties, or just in person. Like, I it it doesn't really dilute anything for me. It makes. I feel like anytime I come in contact with a female, not to be cocky or anything, but I feel like we can communicate and I'm going to leave her with a good vibe. Word. Well, for me, um, I've heard, like, like Grundy here, I've heard a lot from, you know, friends and stuff. And, you know, I've dippled and dabbled in it, honestly, a little bit recently. So I'm just now starting to, like, really see what it's all about. So I honestly, I'm going to be honest, I haven't dealt with it long enough to really understand the effect it's going to have but i think over time it might dilute you know the learning experience mm-hmm. of you know learning someone i think it'll microwave things like the way technology normally does so i think in the long run it might just dilute the 
the journey and the process of getting to know someone, like Rob said, like being able to talk to someone in person. So I think over time it might make things a little difficult. But hey, that's just my opinion. I don't know. What about you? But the good part about those, the Tinder to Soul Swipes, you do find the ones that's just ready to eat together. <laughs> that's the really part about it. Right. 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 I mean, yeah, you, true, you're true. cutting out all the, the, the weeds. It's like, yo, I know what you're here for now. So right. that's the good part. Like I said, I never used it. So Exactly. That's I'm going I'm to touch on that true, first because it's like, ladies, as much as y'all want to sit out there and act like, oh, <laughs> many dogs, all you want to do is have sex, this, uh, that, third. Can y'all stop that and just, y'all know, y'all think stop about sex. Up want sex just as much if not even more that feminine energy is flowing through y'all 24 7 365 you know what i mean granted as it is in men so we already know this but just y'all y'all want sex just as much That's we all one. sexual beings so let's Facts. just keep it being now yeah as far as tinder and all these relationship apps goes i use them <laughs> I use them. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Ain't no point in lying here. You know what I mean? I use them, whether it's Tinder, POF, the Senator, but at the same time, acronyms. I've met I've met some fire individuals off there. Like outside of like whether we ended up being ended up being intimate, ended up being intimate, having sexual relations. I've met some pretty dope people off these apps. You know what I mean? And to Wes's point. It can take away from meeting somebody in person and having an actual face-to-face -face conversation like like we did last night, me and all these fire women at this event last night and having face-to-face -face conversations. And networking. Priceless. And networking, exactly. It's priceless. But at the same time, like we can choose to, oh, boom, we match on Tinder, we match on one of these other apps. We can choose like how fast we want to meet up and link in person and have a face-to-face -face conversation and talk that way. So like sometimes with me, I will match with somebody on Tinder and off rip, I'll be like, yo, when are you free? You know what I mean? Not so I could just like try to blam right away, <laughs> yeah. but just so we could talk in person right. to really just have that face-to-face -face interaction. So, okay, boom. You saw my pictures, read my bio, you're interested in me. I saw your pictures, read your bio, you're interested in me. So, let's, okay, cool. Texting back and forth all day is cool, but let's see if the vibe is like that in person. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Let's see, let's see how we link in person and then go from there. Because we could text for a week straight and finally meet and then be like, oh, I don't really fuck with her. Or I, don't I don't really fuck talk with her. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just be wild, awkward. So it's like, I mean, at the, but at the same time, that texting for a week can set the foundation. And we through text, we can see if we vibe with each other. You know what I mean? And, and mean, okay, yeah, I do actually like him. I do like where his head or her head's at. Let's actually meet in person and go from there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I wish I could have <clears throat> my older, I wish my older sisters were on here to speak upon this. I heard them say before, like. Is they they're on the apps as well. They're they're older than us, but because of their schedules and everything like that, they sometimes they revert to those apps just because it's they don't go out much. They work crazy hours. Like one of them's in the medical field and works stupid crazy hours. Other one's a lawyer, whatever the case may be. So they use these apps to try to meet people, and they say sometimes that when a man is trying to just text back and forth for a week, they get bored. They want the man to ask. Hey, what are you doing on Friday? Let's link up. Get a drink or something. Exactly. Within the first couple of days. They don't want to text back and forth for two weeks before they, you know what I mean? Before yeah, they go out of link. And that's like I said, from these women, they in their thirties right. saying this. So that's like, that's Crazy. why. Exactly. So this is why, like I said, well, how sometimes I come across to these women and they like dub me because they're like, yo, relax. I mean, yeah. just met. That's how I'm trying to approach you how I think a, a grown woman wants to be approached. But y'all still got this young minded girl mentality. You know what I mean? 
y'all y'all are cool with texting back and forth all the time, this that, and the third and whatnot. But it's like it's cool. Okay, you want your space. You don't want to link up all the time. Granted, I'm not trying to link all the time, but it's like all right. So say we do link up that first time and the vibe is good, and we both agree that we vibe well in person. Why do you want to sit here and still text all day every day or whatever the case? If you're free and I'm free, let's just link in person and vibe in person and have that energy in person, not back and forth through text. You know what I'm saying? But you can text all day when you can have that conversation for five minutes. Exactly. What I think exactly. is is you know I'm trying to understand and give the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. um, what I think it is maybe like you know the way the world is now, like they're just you know more aware and just more have a guard up so they don't want to you know hang out with a guy because they're just nervous you know mm -hmm. they never know who what kind of guy that is and that i understand as well more the more anxiety essentially with like you know they don't know what they're getting themselves into so mm -hmm. they want to keep it at a distance for as long as possible because they don't know what's going to happen exactly you know, there's, there's some crazy weirdos out there now man with social media and the news, everything is now like at your fingertips to be able to see. Nothing's hidden. Right. Mm -hmm. So with us being able to see anything, everything, mm -hmm. we're more aware of what's going on. So people move differently than they did 20, 30, 40 years ago. So right. And so maybe that might be what it is too. Maybe, like you know, maybe we can't relate. Yeah, we know? really can't. So it's like I can't, I can, I can't get too upset by. A woman wanting to keep her distance until she really fails somebody out because of all of this, because of the amount of predators out here, the rapists, whatever the case may be, they literally just trying to protect themselves because there's really, and like I said, there's really a bunch of crazy people out here. Um, but another another side is um, when I'm actually in a relationship where I'm actually genuinely interested in one individual, I'll delete all these apps. Yeah, I'll uninstall them from my phone to for to. Uh, um, prevent distractions and everything like that, you know what I mean? So I'll delete Tinder and just focus on the individual I'm trying to deal with and everything like that, you know what I mean? So it's, um, when I'm single, I'm on them. Yeah, I'll sit here and tell you, yes, I'm on these apps. Because, um, I mean, I really don't go out a lot, if I'm being frank. Like, everybody knows Von don't drink, Von don't smoke, Von be in the crib. <laughs> you feel me? So um, I just don't I just I just really just be chilling so it's like I'll be on the apps you know what I mean if I go to the mall I see somebody I might have tried to approach them and try to try to you know what I mean try to get her number in person or whatever the case may be um last night you know what I mean we was out and about chilling I mean I could I might have tried to I mean interact with some ladies there and everything like that but let me touch you off real quick one thing I, I do mean, hate though when you do approach a young lady in person and you ask for a number they say no you can't have my snapchat or instagram no, baby girl, I ain't trying to be no fan. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to get your number, get to know you. I don't want to see your, your social media profile. Exactly, exactly. That. Like on, on Tinder and everything like that, like if we get to the number point, like yeah, I'll ask for her number and her Instagram. Because mm -hmm. I mean, like on these apps, there's only like a certain amount of pictures you can upload. So I'll ask, I'll ask for both just to see, like, you know what I mean? If I'm really like as physically attracted to you as I think. Right. Because that's really all you see in all, at first is on Tinder. It's like, oh, okay, I'm physically attracted to this person. We match. Now let me see if I'm mentally attracted to you as well. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's another that's, that's another thing I want to touch on. It just came up. Yo, what do you, what do y'all think is more important, physical attraction or mental attraction? Which which what do y'all think well, is more important? Well, to be honest, we if you like you said, we see a John Mall, her her physical attraction will get your attention. Thank and you. And then you're gonna to want to get the mental attraction. Thank you. So you know, physical is always gonna be first, but. Once I get past that physical, I want to know what your head is about. What what's going on inside that brain? Thank you. But yeah, physical is always first. Yeah. But 
technically speaking, mental. I want to know what your head is about. more exactly physical will get my attention first. Exactly, like the physical attraction is what is like is the spark. Yeah, to catch your eye, like oh, let me see what exactly. that's about. And then the conversation will essentially determine what happened next, honestly. Because you could be you could be fired. Right, you could be bad. If you have a conversation and you Rocks. don't know how to don't know how to communicate, mm. you don't know how to hold the conversation. It's I'm either you're either gonna be dismissed and not talk, or it's just gonna be sex and it's gonna just be left at that. Right. So it's yeah, I mean just yeah, ain't no point of being around the bush. Ain't no way to being around the bush. And we definitely don't do that up here at Celestial Conversations, baby. Right, right, right. Now let me so, ask you all this. Um we was talking like the bad the, the downfalls of relationships. What are some things you look for in a relationship? Mm. Like what is a potential partner, like what's some things you want to look for or to have? One, you know, obviously a good headspace. Or I'll let Matt touch on this. What what was you looking for? Because I don't want to make it seem like we're just talking this whole time. So No, you good, bro. Um what what I found in my wife and what I wanted at that time was someone that was intelligent, that could keep up with my wit, keep up, be funny, keep me entertained. Because you want somebody that's going to entertain you even when you're upset, when mm-hmm. you, when you even when you're happy, you want somebody to continue to bring you to bring joy in your life. But um, intelligence definitely. I want somebody that can hold a conversation, um, funny, humorous, um, extremely loyal. Um, Definitely someone that is, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Throw some words out there so we can really hear Intelligence, extremely funny, um, witty, um, definitely relatable. Um, someone that's caring, helpful, and someone that's always going to be there for me when I need them. So that's definitely what I'm looking for. Right. Well, I already have it. I'm not looking for it anymore. I know my wife gonna be listening. Baby, I love you, but what I found in you is what I found. This man, I'm saying, I was got caught up out here, man. Uh, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> Me personally, what I look for, you know, a young lady who can obviously communicate, great sense of humor, because I'm a huge goofball. Like, y'all can attest to it. Y'all can like, you probably need to be in commercials. Like, I'm a huge goofball. I'm a fool. Um, Gotta have a sense of humor. I'm always somebody who's always in positive spirit because I'm usually in good spirits all the time. And you know, everybody does have a bad day, so if I do fall into a bad day, I want you to help lift me up as well. Yeah. Caring person, somebody who's family oriented. Um, loyalty, of course, because people can scream they love you all day, but the loyalty is action. Like you're gonna actually hold hold that person down. Mm-hmm. Mm, I say communication already. That's that's the number one rule. Right, that's at the top of the list probably yeah, for yeah. all four of us in here. Yeah. Uh, Goal-oriented, because I don't want to you know, bring home the bacon. I want you to bring home a bag, too, mm-hmm. and we can all level up and be the Holy Trinity. Um, the original Holy Trinity. Exactly, exactly. What else? What else? What else would I look for in a nice queen? You know, of course she's attractive, of course, but if I'm talking to her, that's that's a given. Mm-hmm. She's going to be attractive. And someone who's about their health, it's health as well, and I don't want to get with you. you. You fired, and three months later, you all flabby and shabby and looking all crazy. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, <laughs> keep it up with yourself, that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. That's all I think of right now. Yeah, well, for me, um, definitely communication, loyalty, and the top two, like you said. Um, someone who's going to be supportive, um, just someone who's going to, like you said, you know, be able to uplift me, like, you know, when, when things are rough. Um, definitely someone who's got a sense of humor, someone who's intellectual. Um, 
Um, so long as it's drive, you know, who wants to uh, keep growing and learn and really build something, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate, like I said earlier, I don't, I don't like how people just have expectations. I want someone to, you know, like really ask questions and really want to understand and not just, you know, label. Because I know there's a lot of labeling going on. So I'm big on just, you know, trying to understand somebody, support someone and grow and just learn, you know. Mm-hmm. And just be supportive. That's really it. Or, or about you, uh, I mean, I think my list is pretty much similar sentiments to all all, all three of these all three of these men in here. Uh, if I could just try to add something that's, that, that's different, um, let's try to think that's different. At least if you said it, my apologies. Um, what a motivator, you know what I mean? So like somebody that's gonna gonna support this podcast gonna mm-hmm. post it every time every episode we drop oh my baby got a new episode out everybody go listen you know what i mean critique it. Something's wrong. exactly yeah. exactly you know what i mean so a motivator somebody that's gonna be down when i'm doing something good and help me out to help me like um better my brand or somebody's gonna just gonna check me when i'm doing wrong because mm-hmm. like like matt said like i'm gonna i'm gonna check her Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I want, I want to, you to check me too. I yeah. want the same energy. You know what yeah. I mean? I want the same, same energy back. Like, I don't want to just be the only one that's out here. You know what I mean? Saying what's what I feel as though needs to be fixed, and you saying that there's nothing needs to be fixed in me. That's never going to be the not case. True. Like, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. So if something is, if I'm doing something wrong, I want you to tell me that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I want to be told when I'm doing wrong. It's also when I'm, I want to be, you know what I mean? held in a high regard and praise when I'm doing right, but I also want to be told when I'm doing wrong so that I can help, so I can improve myself and better the relationship and better support you. Um, uh, what else can I think of? Possibly there would be something. I mean, she got to be conscious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like she got to be about, conscious. Like we talked about off record last week. You don't want to be teaching somebody all the time. You want right. to be, be taught sometimes too. Or exactly. At the same level sometimes. Cause exactly. Cause, I mean, we don't know everything at the end of the day. Exactly. Like, I know, still learning. I know a lot of y'all might might think we do, but at the end of the day, we are we are very very. Let's like I said, it's four intelligent men in this in this room right now. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of room for growth, mm-hmm. and there's too much knowledge out there to be able to have to to know it all at 25 or 26 years old. It's just not it's not possible. So we want a, a, a woman out there that's going to be able to teach us something, put us on to something, you know and I mean, enlighten us in some kind of way. So that as well. I mean, I want to. I want to be taught something. I want to be exposed to something different, whether it be something in regards to to our health. You know what I mean? Or working out and encouraging us to do this, or put us on a regiment, whatever the case may be. Something. Right. It don't even got to be like bread. Exact something like exactly savings, investments. Like it's. So it's like, and it's the different. That's another thing that I'm trying to like the women that I do interact with that are just like platonic and just friendships. Like, I want them to like to teach me something, whether it be, um, like I said, if they're into investments and are really, really good savers, that's, I swear women are way better savers than yeah, men. Really you know? yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. So it's like- it's Cause we spend most of our money trying to press down, bro. Exactly. So it's like, I asked, I asked the homegirl the one day, I was like, are you good at saving? She was like, um, yeah. Like she took offense to it at first. Like I was trying to come at her. I'm like, nah, I'm genuinely asking. Cause if so, help me. Right. <laughs> 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 Like I need guidance. Like she, um, 
Like she told me she like just casually. She's like, yeah, me and my friends are going to Paris. I'm like, no. what? I'm <laughs> like, where did you I'm find? I can't go to McDonald's. Where? Like you going to Paris? Like where? <laughs> she's like, yeah, we found some cheap tickets. I'm like, what is a cheap ticket? <laughs> I was like, I'm about to go get in your pocket that much. I'm like, I was like, oh, so you're good at saving? And she was like, um, yeah. Like asking me like, um, like why are you asking me that? And I'm just like, look. Because if you're going to Paris, I need help. Like, what do you do to save? Like, what do you, and I mean, like, what do you do to save? Whether it was, um, like, that that home girl or whatever the case may be. Like, every girl, everybody that I see, it's like, that's that's one thing that they're really good at. So, I mean, just teaching me how to save, teaching me how to better myself, like, physically within the, in the gym and how I eat or just teach me something. You know what I mean? I want to be taught. I don't, like I said, I don't want to always be the teacher and encourager and everything like that. I want to be that knowledge as well. Yes, I love um, learning something new every day as well. Exactly. And then, of course, everything else that y'all already said as far as communication being number one and um, loyalty being on the top of that list as well. And just um, just somebody that's uh, just down for me. Like, you know what I mean? Um, down for you, you'll be down for her. Mm-hmm. Word. Yep. Right. And it's like, I mean, like, I mean, I, I, not to say that I didn't, I've never had somebody that's down for me, but it's like I said, I just, I just think it may have been bad timing. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't fully in love with myself as of yet. And there were still things that I needed to iron out within myself. And that's kind of why things may have fell through. Um, like looking back on it, looking in the mirror, like I said, I could sit here and talk about what I feel as though they did wrong in the situation, but that's not gonna, yeah, it's not gonna help me at the end of the day with my next situation or just me as an individual moving forward as a man. So, but yeah, I think everything that, like I said, the three of you said, and then the the one or two things that I added as far as motivation and just being down for me would be would be a solid list as far as what we look for, what we want in a, in a relationship and everything like that. So, yeah, man. Hey, Matt, you got any messages for these young black men? Yeah. In regards to relationships yeah. and marriage, yeah. you know, yeah. preach, to, preach to us because yeah. we we, yeah. we, we the young boys like every single. We're outside of not not having a not having a wedding. Yeah, no wedding. Um, I think you know, just take your time, man. You know, time it like how we spoke earlier is a currency you can't get back, right? right? So don't waste your time with all these women that's gonna drain your soul. Because you know, I read something that said that you know. You have sex with a lot of different women. Your 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 spiritual energy is getting drained by these women. So each woman you have sex with, they're taking a bit of your spiritual energy. So you're not giving your full self to this one person. You know, you're not giving your full self to this one person. You do me. So when you're intimate with this person, and it's probably not going to be as high key as you want it to be because you just gave all your spiritual energy to about five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different women. So just take your time. Find the right person that you mesh with. Find somebody and just. Like, even when, you know, I heard somebody tell me, you know, when you're laying down with somebody, think in your mind, can you have a kid with this person? You know, don't just lay down with anybody. If you can if you can put in your mind, like, yo, I can really see myself with this person, then take your time and start investing in yourself. Just like you put money away, put time away for this person, too, because it's a currency we can't get back. So it's not like you can put 10, 10, uh, a year away and then you're going to get that year back. Absolutely not. It's gone. But definitely put time into a person. You know, um, don't rush it. Take your time. Have fun. You know, it doesn't always have to be a sexual thing. It definitely can be um, adventurous, fun, um, definitely mind-blowing in that sense because you have someone that you mess with. So if you can have a whole several days or a couple weeks with a person and just not get tired of them, then that should be a key right there. Like, damn, I really, 
I really see something with this person. It's like a spark here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's unexplainable. Then definitely that's the person to be. If you, if no other woman can excite you or definitely, or if you're talking to another woman and you're thinking about this other woman, then definitely that's like, oh shit, she's probably the, the person that I want to be with and spend time with. But definitely invest your time into that person. Put your all in it. Um, definitely be guarded. But if she's willing to put her all in you, put your all in that person. Don't be half-assed. You're not going to do a job half-assed. Why would you do a relationship half-assed? That doesn't make sense. Put your all in it. Um, you know, it's going to be ups and downs. But take your time. Nobody's telling you you need to rush. It's not like you have a deadline here. Take your time. If you find a person, put time in them. Take your time with them. Enjoy them. Enjoy them for different things. Do different things. Travel. Spend time with this person. Go away. You know, that's how you truly experience that person when you do different things go to different go out the country me and my wife we just went to even before we were married we was in we was in mexico so we went to mexico we seen the ruins we, we learned about the mayan culture um that's what y'all need to talk yeah. about how they how they do how they fucking over the mayans yeah. over there <laughs> so um definitely just just take your time that's the best advice i can give y'all take your time communication is number one be transparent with the individual because you definitely want them to be transparent with you and um you know Put, put your heart and soul in it and then, you know, be guarded, but definitely give your all and let that person give their all to you. Can I add one more note to you? Yeah, Absolutely. Great, yeah, great list. Absolutely. Great list. Um, I would say take the time to learn your partner's family too. Exactly. Because you can learn a lot about your partner from their yes, family yes. traits, certain things that, you know, may, you may not see personally through that person. You may see through their mom, dad, big. uncle, sister, or something. Learn their family as well. That was big, bro. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's you said last last week, man, things could be passed down. West actually touched on this, how things could be passed down. Generational, generational trauma. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's real. It is a real thing. From trauma to anxiety, to nine times out of ten. If a parent, one parent felt some kind of way, that kid feels the same way, whether they understand it or not, they have, they feel it. It's real. Yeah. Really, really was, man. Really, really was. It's just we touched on a lot, and we got four different perspectives on everything. I mean, so I mean, we we agreed on a lot, but at the same time, we had four great different perspectives, and then super great perspective from Devil. the married man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. The one that really, the one that's finally settled down and put the ring on it. So he's been through everything we've been through and everything. So it's like he's legit. Granted, we we all like one or two years apart, but. At the same time, he's already settled down and already went through all this nonsense and everything as far as dealing with different people and everything. Don't mean to cut you off, but just to add to, like, don't don't think everything's sweet and, and like honey and milk. You know, temptation is real. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely can harm your relationship and a lot. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna sugarcoat anything. Women, even with the ring on, will try to try you, but you definitely have to put on that strength and courage. Like even me, I always put this in my head, like. God forbid I was going to step out on my wife with that. What is that really going to do for me? I'm going to go be with this woman. I'm going to get my nut off and whatever, how much time. Is that really fulfilling? When I can go to my wife who knows what I like, knows the things I love, and I can have my world blown with going to this random chick I don't even know. So just pay attention to temptation. And women can are definitely deceiving at that time, especially when you have someone that's good to try to mess up the relationship that you have, just just be mindful of that, you know. Not all women want you to succeed with that woman that you have. So just be mindful on that one. Mm, Jules. Jules. Jules, man. Jules. 
Jules for days, man. Jules for days. This episode is going to be a little extended than we wanted it to be, but it's necessary. Like, like I said, this relationship segment is probably going to be a series, a continual series. This was just part one. Like I said, from the male perspective. So that's why it's extended because we feel as if it was necessary to get. We want everybody to speak their piece. And I mean, we didn't want to cut anybody short. We want everybody to get their thoughts out there. And then, um, yeah, we like I said, we just want all everybody to be well heard and just to get all the perspectives out there so that you guys can understand. Uh, get a little bit more insight of who we are as far as Grundy, Wes, and uh, myself, because uh, this is who you're going to hear on the mic every week. Um, but then, like I said, again, the perspective of uh, of a close friend as well and seeing how how, um, how they think and whatnot. So, yeah, got anything else to add? Uh, I just wanted to say thank you for coming on. And, yeah, uh, thank you. Thank, back thank, in, man. Thank appreciate it. Really appreciate it was insightful, it. And, I, and I learned a lot. Man, man, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Lamite. Definitely. Mr. Lamite. I appreciate you supporting us. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all, man. I love what y'all doing with y'all podcast. Thanks for having me on. You know, I've never done a podcast. I'm over here sweating bullets. Um, I, I appreciate y'all. The great y'all. I love y'all, and I I want y'all to continue to strive. I hope this podcast goes to the extreme highest length that you can't even fathom with your imagination right now. I hope it takes you guys to the to the highest possibility. And I say that to the bottom of my heart. Appreciate y'all. All right, drop your socials real quick. Drop your socials real quick. Oh yeah, um, I don't have Twitter. I got Instagram underscore Mr. Lamite. Follow me. Um, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Ladies, don't don't come to the DM and page. That's temptation. Yeah, yeah nah. got the band up. <laughs> word, word, word. <laughs> word. So, like I said, man, just before we leave, I just want to drop my socials as well. It's your boy King Vaughn on the mic. Uh, you can follow me at rugby underscore Reggie on Instagram and Twitter. Um, for any updates, any questions, suggestions, feedback, like I said, you can reach out to me there. That's R U G B Y one underscore R E G G I E. It's your boy Wes. Um, you can reach me at Jersey Swag West 03. Uh, that's Twitter and Instagram. And also, my uh, email is on my Instagram. You can email me for any business inquiries as well. And it's me, Grundy. Follow me at The Grundy Show, T H E G R U N D Y S H O W. Peace and bless to everybody. Shout out to Young Draco. Shout out to Hype House and all the dope people that came through last night. Shout out to King Draco. Nice. Peace and love. One. We out.